0: I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff.
1: This is Travis!
0: Welcome to Undesign.
1: Travis, Travis, Travis. What's up, man? Hi. That was that was a welcome. So hello. How are you? Uh I'm well, man. I'm well. Cool! That's great. Because I rolled a thing, and that means you can be well while talking about that thing, right? So I rolled up um, travel and RPGs.
0: That is correct. You did indeed. And, uh, you know, I'm actually keen. I'm keen. I'm super keen to talk about this. Keen like
1: your sharp.
0: Yes, that is exactly correct. Keen like a keen sword to talk about this. Uh, Because I think travel and RPGs is something that we've, that there's a lot of consternation about and that we've never gotten exactly right.
1: Okay, and we're not we're not talking about specifically movement here. We're talking about travel. It's, yes. it's a very, very different thing. Movement and how it affects game design is very different. Where travel, how how it affects a game adventure and so forth.
0: Yeah, that's exactly correct. Like when I think about movement, what we usually think about is like how I move within the combat space or somewhere or an encounter space or something like, like that. How right? many
1: squares can I go?
0: Yeah, whatever that happens to boil down to within the context of that game. And I find that less interesting because in general, the answer is going to be you do, right? Like you just, you do. You walk around in some way, shape or form around the
1: place. Mm, it's probably worth a conversation later, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, travel on the other hand, okay, is something. I would assert
1: that travel is just about everything, okay? Travel is the one of the most important aspects of storytelling. Um, whether, well, and that can, that can be anything from, from actual physical travel to an emotional journey. Um, but in any case, there's always traveling happening. I agree. There's the hero's journey. There's, I mean, if you look at any of your favorite stuff, like people's fit, like, like if you look at, uh, Cowboy Bebop, all about travel, Star Trek, all about travel. Yeah. Um, uh, Tolkien, uh, all about, books, travel. all about travel. Rifts, yep. it's all about portals and moving around. Stargate, all, again, portals moving Movement, traveling. Yep. yep, it's in everything. It's all. It's 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 what binds great stories together. I, uh, you're exactly right
0: because l- I think one of the reasons this is so critical is because home is almost by its very nature to to a lot of genres and of these stories less interesting. Right now, that's not always the case. Sometimes, if you've got like gritty detective stories or murder mysteries. The, the the travel might be less relevant, right? But for anything where exploration is a component of the genre, so all the stories you just pointed out, or where home represents safety, right? And out there. Yeah, right, the
1: known versus the unknown. Yeah,
0: yes, represents danger or the unknown. Suddenly travel becomes really important. And I think the nature of how you as a designer and or you as a GM allow people to travel in your game or in your world is another one of those things like, you know, we've talked about damage and death and stuff like that before. Right. And how it can define the theme and tone of a game. Mm -hmm. I think travel is much the same. Right. Um, So to very quickly see if I can let me see if I can summarize my thoughts for you here. If travel is very slow and arduous and dangerous right where like you track all the movement you worry about supplies and resources and weather and being attacked by monsters and bandits and so on that says something about the nature of your world right it certainly does yes but if travel is fast and redline like Indiana Jones style, right? Like the, the the journey of like Indiana Jones going from Paris to to Alexandria in Egypt isn't interesting, right? We literally just skip it in the movie. It brings up a world map and you see a red line go like boop because that's
1: not the relevant part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, it's only it's only important to convey the fact that it actually happened, as opposed to what happened along the way. Right, it's almost
0: more of just an establishing shot of sorts, right? right. Mm-hmm. Of saying like, "Hey, you know how we were just in Paris? We're not in Paris anymore. That's why right. there's desert." Yeah. It's
1: the same the same way a director will, you know, if you char- if a character gets shot in a movie, then they'll show the outside of a hospital and then they'll show the inside of a hospital room. Right, you know, right. it's just establishing what's what happened. That's all. Yes.
0: So, to me um I, the way that you frame travel and the modes of it that's another thing i'll point out right because in all of your genres you're going to have access to different means of travel that is to say uh from slow to fast <laughs> right yeah um in a fantasy setting this is constructed by at the slowest of course walking right you need to
1: get from a to b you use uh, there your... are probably slower methods I... of travel if you if you happen to have like suction cups is you know, feet. <laughs> feet sure. You crawl there. You can yeah. worm. Like, what if you're slu- a slug person, you know? If you're a slug yeah. person, yeah, it takes do you a little worm. Um, but obviously for the most part... Tree... You can talk to trees in Dungeons & Dragons. They don't... They don't... They don't go very fast. They're not going
0: anywhere, yeah. It's a good point. So, but the, the... The point being is that that's more or less your... For the most part, your bottom line, right, is, is walking. Yeah. But, but then you can have horses and you can get up to like magical steeds and you can have flight spells and you can have teleportation, right. And then planar Mm -hmm. portals and so on and so forth you can, you know, and if you're zipping around the world, if you're using portals and jumping between planes and more or less just teleporting wherever you want,
1: the, the nature of the story has shifted. Right. Certainly. Um, I think, I think travel, travel can certainly affect a, 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 you know, fantasy style game in, a lot of ways, because as soon as you as you limit the travel, it's like limiting magic in a world. You know, it's like if you make magic more rare and more scarce, um, it becomes more interesting when it happens. Right. Um, and so if you're limiting travel, if travel is difficult, if horseback riding is the best way to get around for the majority of everyone in the world, then when you happen across, you know, some kind of spellcaster that can teleport you somewhere or an, an artifact that can do that, it, it becomes all the more special in... The eyes of the protagonist of the story,
0: yeah. yeah, or
1: anyone in the story, I guess anybody, yeah.
0: No, I agree completely, and I think as a as a sort of as a game writer, if you're if you're that is to say, if you're if from a GM perspective, when you're thinking about framing your game and what you want the PCs to be interested in, if you want them to be interested in the local area and challenges that are, if you want the world to feel like visceral and grounded and stuff like that. And you want them to be interested in the area sort of immediately around where they live, then in general, you, you've got to prevent them from just zipping around the world real fast. Right. Like you want to make them feel that um, now, you know, one of the things we talked about previously in, in in one of our episodes was random encounters. And often this is travel is where those random encounters come up. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yes. you're walking along the road. And as we discussed in that episode, I'm not a huge fan of that. It can be used. Yeah,
1: I don't think it's a good idea either. Um and, you know, listen our, uh, to our faithful listener, please go back and listen <laughs> to that one again if you if you have any questions about that. But uh I think it's it's important to establish whether or not you want travel to be an adventure in itself yes. or if if you if you want it to be an encounter or if you want it to simply be that red line. Um and I, I think it can make for some of the best adventures, especially if you're if you're not using random random encounters the wrong like don't use random encounters the wrong way as we we discussed, you know roll them up beforehand and then make something out of it make a story out of what you rolled right um, and that can make a great adventure too, but uh, you can you can make a great journey the same way you can make a great dungeon right yep absolutely. By but you know you 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 set up you know the the interesting people places and things you're gonna meet along the way. It's just as important to do that if you're gonna make travel a thing uh, in your in your playtime and you know if you're gonna dedicate four hours of the game to it uh, or not. It's important to know. I, I don't know.
0: No, I agree because if the focus of your game is is more Indiana Jones style, right? Like if it's that by that I mean what's interesting is not the space between but the destination,
1: right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would point more at like Star Trek. You, you just but sure you, you're going all over the place to and and you don't really pay much attention to the distance traveled. You just know it happened and then you're suddenly at new planet with new new obstacles, right?
0: A great example. Yes. Like in most cases we pick up with the enterprise having traveled some distance for some number of days indeterminate mm-hmm. arriving at a planet where a thing happens right or or at a system where a thing happens because that's the interesting thing the journey was just sort of it was there it happened it's whatever you know? right and that
1: could be deployed the same way if you're just riding on horseback it, it, it still works the same way yep uh you know you just you 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 skip that long horse ride and you're there yeah. So if you're,
0: if what you want is for the destination to be the relevant, interesting exploratory part here, here's what I think the heart of the issue is as a game master, you need to understand where your exploration is, is happening, where you want it to happen. I, I really believe, you know, one of the things that, that fifth ed D and D called out was that exploration is one of the sort of three legs of, uh, of adventuring. Right. And, 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 To me, that's always true, but it's not always true in the same way. So if the exploration is, I want to explore the nature of these weird alien civilizations, Star Trek style, right? Like they're an explorer. That's their entire mission to explore new space and new civilizations, right? That being said, for the most part, notice that the journey is often fairly uninteresting. It's just them literally traveling the distance to get to the thing, where the exploration happens. So if the exploration is happening at old ruins, all you know, mystical sites, whatever, where there's a mystery, the PCs are uncovering and encountering.
1: Cool. It's interesting because there's a, uh, uh, what, what, I, I suppose what we're talking about would be a, a duration of exploration, um, real really coming into coming into effect here because the op- the the I guess the other side of the coin that you're talking about would be lots of little stopping dots along that red path that would normally right. you just, you just skip. And each of those would take up a, a, a smaller segment of time. Um, and as you, as you, uh, as you approach each dot on that, on that line and you tackle that obstacle and you move on to the next, move on to the next, tackle that one. um, you you build up to a to a duration of exploration that would be equivalent of just skipping all that travel, getting to a destination, and then exploring that one large destination. Like is that what we're talking about? I don't know if I'm if I'm making any sense right now. Yeah, I think that's
0: correct. Because here's what I'll say. The I, I don't think that when you talk about the little dots. Yeah. Dots, okay.
1: on, a line, sure. the, the dots on the line. Sure. The little dots between point A and B,
0: mm-hmm. all that stuff in between. Let me ask you the following question. Have you ever had a game where you've been told that there is a fun, interesting, cool thing here, okay, yeah. some other place on the, in yep. the on the map in the world, and you know that there is an adventure there, you the player knows that there is an adventure there, you the character knows that you're interested in whatever this thing is, because you want to mm-hmm. go do it, right, I want to experience it, uncover the mystery, kill the monster, whatever it happens to be, there can be lots of different forms this take, right. Um, oh and then when you go to do that thing you have to travel there and let's say you don't have access to what we would traditionally think of as fast travel or instantaneous travel right you can't just teleport there or whatever um so you have to you have to get on your 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 booties and get to walking um and the whole time you just have like encounter after encounter after encounter that are narratively irrelevant right right so that's bad yes like
1: like it's immediately bad that's that's awful that's not what you want
0: it is so frustrating and i think gms often do it in the name of realism right well the sure. world is dangerous so if i've got to do these encounters piss off no you don't you don't need to
1: do that like there there is a logic to it um but it's not storytelling logic it's other logic you know what i mean right like, it's it's a different kind of logic to it yes the the world is growing shaping itself changing things are happening stuff's going on and that's that can and, and will get in the way sometimes but if it's not narratively relevant you're wasting your time you're just you're simply wasting time uh for for your for your group um because they're not interested in it you're probably not that interested in it either uh, or maybe you are i suppose i don't know if you put that much thought into it but uh, like it's it's a waste of time because no one's getting any real fulfillment out of it. Right.
0: If you want to communicate the world is dangerous, cool, then do that like this. On the long travel there, attack the PCs with, you know, a fairly tough encounter, right or something like that. Whatever game you're in. I don't care if you if you're in space and they're traveling a long way and you want to communicate that like this galaxy or system or whatever the span is of your of your space travel um, attack them with a relatively scary band of pirates that, that hurts their ship. And when they end up at the space bar at their destination or along the way or something, right. Could have a lot of other travelers who talk about getting attacked on the road, or, you know, there's a lot more like, you know, space bandits or whatever, whatever it happens to be. My point is you can communicate that quickly and effectively through a couple simple me- color methods. Right. And then you're creating the narrative of the world. You're creating the color of the world, if you will without bogging it down in like thing after thing after thing after thing because I need to communicate to you that this is really dangerous mm-hmm. what you're doing. You're going real far and it's hard. Like, yeah, but you just told me there's a cool thing over there. I want to get to the cool thing, okay? Because that's what you told me this game is about. So make sure that you're aligning your your story beats, right, with the expectations of what you've set up in your player's mind. You can still add color. You can still add flavor, but don't beat them over the head with it. Right. I think that's, that's what it boils down to.
1: Yeah. I think that's a smart way to look at it.
0: Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say about, about travel is you have to be really care. There's a difference between just going faster, which can be a great thing, right? That, like, just going faster going from walking on your feet to riding a horse that's that's faster travel right you can cover more ground in a yep. day and that's a great thing for when when you know when young pcs first get a horse in a fantasy game or something you can feel that difference but just going faster is is a much different thing than getting there instantly the second you introduce any kind of like Instantaneous. instantaneous transport yeah yes it changes the nature of your game in a big way
1: I tell you what uh some of my my younger days in gming when i was still you know cutting cutting my teeth uh-huh. i uh i ran into some situations <laughs> with uh, instant transportation that you know player characters get access to these things eventually in in most dungeons and dragons rule sets Yep. and uh, the one i was using at the time uh, they got they got access to it um, lots of teleporting started happening, and uh, it made it very difficult to keep my narrative coherent because of it. Um, it was, it, you know, it's really distracting when travel is no longer any kind of obstacle whatsoever. Like it's if it's right. instant, instantaneous. Um, oh, oh, I well, I, I'm just gonna go find out where the bad guy is and get there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> it's over. Yep. Um, nothing interesting happened along the way. You lost all opportunities for you know meeting new people in new places, uh, exploring new plate new new anything. Uh, you know you just skipped it all and went straight to the end. So I, I ran into some problems with it, and uh, my now my 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 answer to the situation wasn't good. Was, you know because I basically was just like okay well that's I'm no, no longer going to allow that in my game, um, which is kind of a ham-fisted way to take care of it. But I was young. I was I was young and naive. Uh, the number
0: of worlds I played in, Trav, where where the GM straight up banned teleportation is not is not few. It it happens so much, right? Because because it does end up it it ends up being something that changes the stories you can tell, right? Like ticking clock travel stories where there's like a thing happening way over there and you've got to get there in time. No, oh you're there. Never mind. Right? Like that's that yeah. story is out. Yeah, you yeah. can no longer tell that story. It's gone. It's uh, out of your repertoire. Yes, unless you get into the arms race with your PCs, right? And then what happens is you teleport get Teleport versus
1: superior teleport. Ah.
0: Versus like, oh, there's a shield that doesn't allow you to teleport yeah. there or whatever, right? Like, okay, well, I'll teleport to the edge of that thing and then walk in or whatever, <laughs> yep. right?
1: It's It's, it's insane. It starts this weird. And these are the conversations that start happening when these yes. things exist. Um, and it's interesting because there is a certain balance that you can strike. It just it, it, it's nuanced, though. You know, it's very, it's difficult to find the right balance because again, I'm going to go back to Star Trek because Star Trek did it right. You know, it's it, it, in in the perspective of that universe of the Star Trek universe, you could teleport but it had its limitations within within the bounds of what they needed to keep stories interesting.
0: Yes. Uh, well, I, I, let's go ahead and exempt the new movies cuz people who watch the new oh, Star Trek yeah, movies are going to yell talking at us. about that. Sure, because they broke all the good teleportation rules in the new movies and made the world Stupid nonsensical. J.
1: Abrams.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's let's not blame to Jabrams. It's this is it's rubber. made Orson's some fault. pretty
1: average movies. That's it's good.
0: Fair enough, but it's the writers fault, not the director's fault. I'm just I'm just sure, trying to say sure. Okay, so, but at any rate, that's not what we're talking about.
1: No, okay, I am talking about original series Star Trek. I'm not even talking about Next Generation here, so.
0: Yes, so the, um, yeah, once those, those instant things, those be here now things become available, it makes the world smaller. And this probably sounds obvious, but it's worth noting the consequences of this.
1: Sure, because otherwise you're going to run into the situations that I ran into. Right. Think about it. Think about these things, because if you haven't if you haven't gone through this before, then here, here's your warning. Right.
0: Because once you shrink your world, the 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 ability for you to say sequester knowledge. Right. Well, there's a person yeah. who the only people who like there's a thing you're trying to keep out of the hands of the PCs. Okay. Well, there's this scholar who knows the answer, but he's very far. Fo- oh, never mind. I just teleported there. I asked him. He told me I'm back. Yep. Right, like, I already got all the advice I needed from the great sage. Yeah, Done. like those sorts of things can become much, much easier to get a hold of.
1: And, yeah. and look, it's, it's interesting because you see you see characters like like, for example, the Flash and yes. and how he interacts with the world differently than all the other superheroes. Yeah, um, just because of how he travels. And it's such a big deal. And of course, this is even a bigger deal when it comes to a superhero game. That's a, I guess that's a different thing
0: right well you're you're exactly right the when you look at the flash somebody who can be anywhere in the world they want at any second in Mm -hmm. time he
1: suddenly shows up with croissants from
0: france right right exactly like just there is no there's no place in the world he can't be at any second right he's just there just that happened the stories that he tells that that you tell with the flash are very different than the stories you're going to tell with like arrow right where you can have a ticking clock scenario where with arrow like can arrow get there in time Mm mm-hmm that's probably not going to be a story you tell with the Flash, right? The answer to that question is a very boring yes. You or, can, right?
1: Or, or it's, or it's, you know, it's arms raced, as you said before. Exactly. It can, it can lead you down the road of this
0: weird sort of like you have to do these like weird narrative kind of limbo's, I guess, like you know handstands. You have to bend yourself because you got to be like, well this person who has the knowledge is in a forgotten tower that no one knows where it is. So you can't teleport there because it's an unknown location. And I will say a lot of these instantaneous travel elements that are in the world, the way I like instant travel is when it is set up under a sort of auspice of, uh, of having other what I'll call like uh, critical keys to unlocking it. So let me give you an easy example. Planescape, which is I know a world you were never a fan of, but I love the way Planescape did it. Like the entire out, you know, world of the plane of Planescape and all the planes are connected by an infinite number of portals, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just everywhere.
1: Yeah. Portals are always a great way to go about this.
0: But those portals are operated often in very distinct ways, requiring unique keys some of which can be physical items or ideas or command words or people or some are one way some are two way right so there's a lot of right you, you can
1: turn yeah you can turn the privilege of traveling into an adventure itself
0: yes and so just it when you need to just get the PCs somewhere because that's the relative that's the narratively right thing to do right well for this adventure the travel is irrelevant i just need them in the beast lands right or whatever like that's where they need to be for this Cool. Then somebody can walk up to them and go, there's a portal to the Beastlands, it's over here, the key is, you know, a piece of animal fur. Sweet, that's an easy thing to locate, done and done, we're in the Beastlands, adventure's off to the races, let's go have a good time, right? But, if the adventure is a ticking clock of, like, we need to get to Mount Celestia before this solar is assassinated, right, But there's no easy way to get to mount celestia and the only portal right requires like the the the, uh yeah tears of
1: unicorn right right, you know parts of an elephant so forth
0: the whispered sin of the most innocent man in town whoa (laughs) okay well that's gonna take some work right and that can be an adventure in itself of like figuring out who is the most innocent man in town and what is his sin and how do you get him to admit it and you know, blah, blah, blah. I've got
1: to be honest. I'm curious
0: now. Yeah, like, that's isn't that a cool setup? Like, I think that sounds like fun to figure out yep, what that good. is.
1: sounds good. I'm in. Let's run that adventure. Let's go. Yeah, there you go.
0: So, you know, my point is when you can lock it behind that kind of stuff. And I'll say that in newer incarnations of a lot of games, d d being an example, but even, like, things like Pathfinder and stuff like this have also gone this direction. It's worth noting that a lot of these instantaneous travel s- things have either... Yeah, they have limiters or they have limiters lots of yeah. different
1: things yeah, yeah going on
0: and you know even old school D had the teleport mishap chart right but sure yeah the problem with that chart is that one a lot of people ignored it
1: right i don't know i mean how... yes a lot of people ignored a lot of things i mean a lot of that instantaneous travel stuff required like hefty spell components and stuff too that a lot of games didn't run with spell components in my day so right so don't ignore those things, but the
0: problem with the mishap chart is you can feel like you're just sort of errantly. The, my problem with a mishap chart is this: you can feel like you're randomly screwing your PCs when you want them to go right. somewhere and be there. And they're
1: relevant. Up, you're dead. You're in the middle of a rock. Sorry.
0: Exactly. It takes something that should be more narratively decided and makes it just randomly dice yeah. decided, um, and that can often be and and and. Right, this is another, the another instance in where uh,
1: the thing should be a guide and not <laughs> not like what you should do with it, like every time. Like, you can look at that and then be like, Well, when I want to deploy them ending up in a different place, I should deploy that,
0: right? Yes,
1: uh, exactly.
0: So, to me, I, I think if I had to summarize, because I think we're getting on to the end, please of this, do, please, I'm probably beating this, this to death.
1: Um, Yes, we have flogged this thing into submission.
0: I I think what's... If I had to summarize my points... That sounded sexy, sorry. It did, yeah, absolutely. Is one, travel can be as, as much or as little of the adventure as is appropriate for that particular story. And understand and use travel wisely to tell the story in the theme you want. If you want a big, dark, dangerous world where it's hard to get places, then don't set up... Critical moments where the PCs are going to feel like the only thing that's going to make them happy is being very, very far away and then throw thousands of random encounters in their way to get there, right? If you want travel to be a thing, then make them understand how long it takes to get there. Give them a little color on the road, but don't just focus on throwing combats. Describe the places they see, the the scenes. Color the world with good, short, efficient description. Have them meet people that also give them other background on the world. Use your travel to appropriately to set the tone of your world. Empower your storytelling. Don't inhibit it, right? And be wary of massive instant travel. And once it gets introduced, as in many games it will, um, even like whether we're talking sci-fi teleportation or magic teleportation, it doesn't really matter. Once you can suddenly be from point A to point B instantaneously, be very aware of the storytelling limitations you just introduced and try to avoid the arms race. The, the silly, like I'm going to prevent you from doing a thing you can do because I need you to not do it at this moment. Right? Just understand that you've, in most cases locked yourself off from certain stories and that's okay. There are still many other good ones you can tell. That's my summary. What do you think about that?
1: That, you know, I think, um, I think we come to the end of our journey here on uh, travel and RPGs. That's travel and RPGs undesigned. That's so clever. I agree. Travel and RPGs undesigned.
0: Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We certainly appreciate it. As I'm always, good. you are good emails down below shoot us a note with uh, what you want to hear us talk about. We always love to hear from you. And as always, we'll talk to you next time.